Hi everyone, welcome back to Call Sheet, the show where we talk about film, movies, TV. Film and movies is the same thing. <laughs> um, I'm one of your hosts, Sarai Diaz, and joining me today is... It is me, your girl, Yolanda Martinez. Wow. Wow. And would you care to tell everybody who is on the call sheet today? Everybody's okay. annoying, everyone's favorite type of annoying man. Film bros. Yay! So, YOLO, to you, to you, what is a film bro? What is the essence? A man who essentially switches out pussy yeah. for movies mm. and just thinks they're superior in their film choices, yeah. which is like, shut up. Yeah. yeah. No one fucking cares. Mm. Yes. You're so wise. <laughs> to me, a film bro is a, is a man who thinks he has a very unique uh, taste in films when actually his, it's just really basic. You know what I'm saying? Like, he likes, like, Quentin Tarantino. He likes Christopher Nolan. Stanley Kubrick. Yes, yes. His favorite film is Pulp Fiction. Or The Shining. Yeah, or The Shining. Or he says that he actually enjoyed watching Citizen Kane when in reality... No. It was boring. I could not get... I had to watch it for a film class. <sighs> I only got, like, ten minutes in, and I shut that shit right. off. Like, shut that shit nobody off. Nobody enjoyed that film. I get that it's, like, a masterpiece, masterpiece but uh, nobody can say, I enjoyed watching Citizen Kane. I cannot say that. You know you what's a master You what? Megamind. Megamind, yes. Megamind is a masterpiece. Oh, another thing about film bros is that they love to gatekeep movies and they like to criticize people who like movies that are like not film like films you know like quote-unquote films so like literally if someone is like oh i really like twilight the cinematography was beautiful, beautiful the shades of blue the themes you know whatever they're like no like or like any movie that's not for them yeah they shit on period exactly which is what we're going to be talking about today we're going to be talking about films that film bros have bashed, films that they like, or and directors that they like that are gatekeep. actually like really toxic. Oh, and movies that they gatekeep. I'm going to be talking about that as and well. And it's not the gatekeeping, like, um, gatekeep girl bosses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's different. It's gross. It's really gross. It's disgusting. Okay. So would you care to start with a film that a film bro has bashed? Twilight. Honestly, the one that yeah. I can think of top of my head. Twilight, Twilight. Mm -hmm. Mean Girls. Yeah. Literally any, like, girl movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They Bastion. just think it's bad. Yeah. Oh, and then also we're going to talk about experience. A cute little experience we had with film bros in the real world. Because. Would you like to start, YOLO? Oh, my God. We're talking <laughs> about the same person. Essentially, yeah. Essentially, we're talking about the same person. He went to our high school and he just so he sucked. was he was in my film class but he was in Yolotsin's like what S class was it it was like this summer film camp thing mm -hmm. that like I went because I had nothing to do that summer and it was just awful because okay little context during this time I was like not having it I was going through a rough patch yeah. in my life and just having to be put in the room with him made it 10 times worse yeah. Because this man thought he was hot shit. Mm -hmm. And, like, he wasn't those people that, like, give me the work, I'll do it because it's going to be better. He just, like, thought he was hot shit. And it was so fucking annoying yeah. being in the same room. Because he, like, talked to you in a way like if you were a child. Yeah, that's but, so gross. Like, because you're a woman. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just, like, gross. it took everything in my body not to fucking... Give him, give him a good one, because yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, yeah. So in my film class, we were watching a movie, and after we watched a movie, we had a Socratic seminar where we like talked about it and stuff like that, and just everything he would say was so um, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, after every film, we would have a Socratic seminar, and... We were watching Amelie one day, which is like a French film, as people know, right? It's very beautiful. I really like it. 
And so color is a very huge part of that film. You yes. know, Amelie is always wearing red. You know, the Bright hues colors. are yellow. You know, there's parts where it's in black and white. You know what I'm saying? And everything has a meaning. Nothing in a movie doesn't not have a meaning. You know yes. what I'm saying? It's like you're not going to pick a random shot just because it's random. It has to say something. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And he was basically saying... I think he was just arguing to argue because the people were saying red means this, red means this. And of course, red can mean whatever you yeah. want, right? But he said that it doesn't mean anything, that he just thinks it's like a signature color for her. But then it's like, okay, why is it her signature color? That means something. You know what I'm saying? And he just was like, no, I don't think so. Just very pretentious, just it, what it is, it's the entitlement. It's yeah. that you think you're always right, which is not true. true. Like You're sitting in an environment where you have to hear people's opinions, and even if you don't agree, you, you have to respect. Or if you don't agree, don't comment something negative. Literally shut the just fuck up. Just shut up, right? And then... This is just a personal thing, but I caught him staring at my friend's boobs like a bunch of times. Oh, oh, I forgot <laughs> even to mention that. Because it was in the summer, right? It was during that time where it, it was, was really warm. Hot. And yeah. obviously, it's hot. I'm not going to be wearing like what I normally wear. I was wearing a tank top and I caught him staring at my boobs mm. once. Very not the vibe. I wanted to crawl and die. You're very gross. Because like... It's... And also like film bros, I feel like are most prominent when they're white men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. You've had 400 years. 400 years. <laughs> <To> fix it. <laughs> just shut up. Just shut up, yeah. Just literally shut yeah. up. Um, and, yeah, he just was kind of unbearable. Uh, I would like to mention that nobody else in that class was a quote-unquote film bro. Mm -hmm. Like, there were other boys in that class, but none of them had that just, like, I know, uh, I'm ego, better than you. That better than you, egotistical attitude. All of them listened, they respected, they, I would just like to, I can't name them or whatever, but like, just a shout out to the rest of the boys in that class who were just so kind, yeah. and he was not. He was just not it. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's all I would like to say. Oh, did, I remember that one time you told me that you like left the class ranting, because you were like, um, you guys saw like this Charlie Chaplin movie, and oh. like, and, like, one of the girls was like, wait a damn minute. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to explain. So we were watching Modern Times, which is a movie starring the infamous Charlie Chaplin. Which Chaplin. is very, he's very gross. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> we can talk about that some other time. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So basically in the movie Modern Times, there's a part where Charlie Chaplin's character is out in the street, kind of, uh, he's protesting by accident, I guess, the... Um, mistreatment of workers in the factories and stuff like that, blah, blah, uh -huh. blah. And so the police get involved. You know, police brutality is a very hot topic. It's been a very hot topic. Just people uh, seem to be ignoring it all the time, right? And basically a girl... And mind you, a lot of people in the class didn't notice because the girl was black. Uh -huh. Obviously, when you are a person of color, you see the world differently. You notice things that other people might not notice. Period. So when she talked about that, I was like, wow, I didn't even notice yeah. that the character was a victim of police brutality. I just Period. basically saw, you know, because I'm not black, of course, I just saw, you know, him getting kicked by the police and stuff like that. <laughs> but her, the first thing that came into her mind, and she's right, was like, oh my God, he's being... Abused. abused right and she said that and then the film bro was like um i don't think that's police brutality i think they were just doing their job of getting the protester out of the street for being really obnoxious blah 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 blah, blah. and like even the teacher was like no wait let's talk about police brutality <laughs> yeah when after he was like no i don't think so basically she was like respectfully you're wrong. Let's talk about police <laughs> brutality. Because she said the other class didn't even notice that. So I want to talk about it. Period. And so we talked about But just his his whole thing is that he just always thinks that he's right. And it's like just because you didn't notice it doesn't mean you're wrong. It just means that you didn't notice it. You know what I'm saying? Also, that just goes, that's a perfect example of like having white privilege and like not acknowledging not, it. Uh, yeah, not knowing that you had white privilege. Like in that moment, I checked my privilege. I'm not saying I'm better than him or anything. But I definitely was like, wait, I did not notice yeah. that at all. And she's right. That was Period. police brutality. You know what I'm saying? As a non-black person. And yeah, and I just did not like his attitude at all in that class. Also, I would like to take this time to 
send a little shout out to Miss Hillary because she uh, posted about our podcast on her story. Very nice. And I just love her very much. Thank you for posting. She called us the moment. Ooh. And Hillary, uh, if later you text me and you want to know who the film bro is because I'm not going to name him, I will tell you because you know who it is. I'm pretty, we're not even trying to hide it. Like, if you know, you know. If you know who he is, you know who he is. I Also, like, I just want to share this quick little story <laughs> of, like, this, like, I feel like, yeah, film bros are the worst. Mm-hmm. But I feel what's worse is, like, because, like, there was a lot more girls in that film academy thing mm-hmm. than there were guys. And there was, like, a pick-me girl, which uh. I feel like is <laughs> ten times more worse. Like, I get women have to support women. Yeah. But, like, you make us look so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, girly, like, I get it. You want it. But, like, come on. Come on. Also, he had a girlfriend. He literally had a girlfriend. <laughs> so, no, I don't know what No, and it was so <laughs> nasty. It'd be eight in the fucking morning, <laughs> and these bitches were already flirting. <laughs> Like, can I have my fucking coffee first? Jesus Christ. please. It's too early for this. God. But anyway, moving aside from... Oh, and then one more last tidbit about a film bro that I know. Uh In one of my classes, so basically uh, on, like, the first day of school, she put us in breakout rooms and was like, oh, we're going to try to get to know each other, right? And uh, I got put with this film major. And mind you, not all men who are film majors are film bros. Film bro is a very specific breed. Right. Yes. Of of man. So I I was he was like, Oh, this and this and this, my name is this, and I'm a film major. And I thought, wow, that's so cool. Like, I'm a this, I'm a child development leader, whatever. And we started talking and he's like, Oh yeah, like what movies do you like? And I basically said, um <laughs> I said like Frida, um Across the Universe, which is my favorite movie in the whole world. I love Julie Tamer, she's a really good uh, uh, director and he no was idea. no yeah yeah but you know I'll t- we'll talk about that later because I love her and he was just basically like uh I don't know about her I really like 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 as if he was better than me he's like I really like Darren Aronofsky uh do you know who that is and I was like like um yeah I know who the fuck oh, that is that's like, also like a part of film bros that they mansplain yeah they mansplain <laughs> and act like if they're film director is like obscure super underground dude darren aronofsky has an oscar like he's not (laughs) underground they give the same energy (laughs) as like those people who claim that all their music is indie yeah yeah and it's like 21 pilots it's like billy (laughs) no yeah 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 no i get it it's the same vibe so when he was like do you know who that is i was like Dur, I know who that is. But I just kept on going with the conversation. And I am going to talk about Darren Aronofsky today and why I don't like him at all. Uh, but He's an asshole. He is an asshole. We have our, our movies and our directors that we're going to talk about. So, YOLO, if you would care to get us started. Uh, do you want to start? I would like... I have a bone to pick with Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. If I ever see him on the street, it's on fucking sight. <laughs> it's on sight. It's on sight. That man has a foot fetish. Oh, God. The fact that he puts that in every every one of his movies is like, yeah, that's so gross to me because mm-hmm. it's like, why are you shoving it down our throats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I am not going to shame, shame you, but maybe don't, don't shove it down my throat. Yeah, like, it's like a foot shot after foot shot in every single, or like worm's eye view so that you can see the feet, right? And then the character's not wearing any shoes. You know, like, I just don't. Yeah. Maybe not. Okay. Also, his use of, like, racial slurs. Oh, yeah. Like, there's there's such thing as a necessary, uh, like, jargon when it comes to talking about, like, when when you're telling uh, stories about, like, slavery and stuff like that. Because yeah, that's it's the one like, that was in my mind. Because it's, like, real. You know, like, of course they called them slurs. They were their slaves and stuff like that. But there's no need to... As a white man. Overdo it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And he's, like, a white it man. It does not feel right. Felt very wrong it when I saw that. No, and he was, like, he self-inserted himself in that movie. Oh, yeah. He was, like, a slave owner. Oh, I was, yeah. like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Was this necessary? It was. It's just a lot of things that are unnecessary. And if uh, you would let me, I have my... Okay. My stuff to talk about, about Quentin Tarantino. So personally, the first time I watched a Quentin Tarantino movie, I was very 
uh, interested. I was very young, okay. and so I saw Kill Bill, and I was like, wow. I was like, a female protagonist? Wow. Like, I was amazed, and I'm not gonna sit here and say that I don't like his movies, because I really do. Like, they're visually, like, stunning. I don't the, like Kill Bill. The, okay, but yeah, it's good. Okay. And then, like, I really like the soundtrack, you know? Oh, okay, like, yeah. I think the soundtracks are very cool. He uh, does a really good job at that, you know, and stuff, but, like, Oh, wait, talking about Kill Bill, I was watching this interview where he was trying to, like, fight the people who have made Kung Fu Panda. Why? Because he was like, they copied Kill Bill and shit. Oh, God. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sir, this is a children's this movie. This is a child movie. Also, it, I don't, the plot lines are not similar. He's like, every movie's now trying to be Kill Bill. And I'm uh, like, uh, shut up. Like, nobody. Not everything's about you. <laughs> God. Uh, okay. But, yeah, so. I obviously maturing is realizing that um, stuff that you used to like might have not been the best. You know what I'm saying? So now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, just because uh, it was a female protagonist does not mean that it's like good, good, and it's not not misogynistic. You know what I'm saying? It's like the same way of like movies portraying queer yeah people just because the queer person is there doesn't mean it's, it's good. good representation yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah and like i just thought i did see a video about this that kind of inspired me to talk about that was that every single woman in that film whether so it sexualized. was beatrix oren vernita sophie they were really sexualized oh especially the asian woman yes that so, was so yeah. I, when i first watched it that was it, very unnecessary i felt icky watching that oh yeah like um the whole her whole backstory is just really weird yeah. and in addition to them being overly sexualized they were all hurt or killed in very gruesome and just like disrespectful ways that uh which like okay i'm not gonna sit here and say oh it's too much violence it's too much gore because that's what a quentin tarantino movie is and it's what people like about it the difference is that the men got very dignified deaths mm -hmm. very honorable deaths that were not bloody they were not violent like for example bill when she finally kills bill spoiler alert <laughs> like he dies in a very respectful way. Like, she kills him basically just, like, with a, with a three-point thingy. And, like, he bleeds out his mouth and he drops dead. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus when he went to kill her, he literally was just hitting her, shooting at her, punching her over. She looked horrible. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Same with Vernita Green. Their entire fight was so violent. And also Oren, that she got her fucking head sliced off. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. That is misogyny. I, to me right because it's like all the other men got very n like a nice deaths kind of you know what like, i'm yeah, saying yeah, I totally and get it. the women did not and i just did not really vibe with that i just thought it was i just thought it was rude also another thing is on the topic of like things that are unnecessary how the unnecessary rape scene in kill bill where like she's in a coma and stuff like that and the guy is gonna go like fuck her you know like Ugh. that to me was not necessary you know what yeah. i'm saying like i get that in that moment she wakes up and she fights him and she kills him right but i just i i did not see that that was necessary it just made me uncomfortable that he was about to rape her you know what i'm saying he yeah. didn't rape her because she killed him before he did but still to me that was unnecessary you know what i'm saying yeah yeah like, that's what, that's, I think that's what our points are, is that there's just lots of things that could be a little better. Uh, like, unnecessary misogyny. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Also, my main point of, like, why I do not like Quentin Tarantino is that he dated Trisha Paytas. Oh, God. Like, that does not. I forgot about that. <laughs> like, something in my brain doesn't, like, connect that. Like, if you were to tell me that they were they dated, I would not have believed you no, until I saw that picture. It's not right? No, so, yeah, I saw that picture and I was like, "This is Photoshop. This is you're lying." <laughs> oh, also another point that I have. This is my last point about Quentin Tarantino. Then you can say whatever you want about him, or you it's can, just on site. Yeah, like count your days, Quentin. In the Hateful Eight, and I did read an article about this, and the actress that played Daisy. Uh, said that she she was a little bit uncomfortable with it was that if you've seen hateful eight you know john ruth is the character who like 
um, he's like rounds up the bad guys and stuff like that. Well, he has her, he has Daisy with her. And yeah, she's a criminal. She's like a prisoner. He's taking her back to the city so she can go to prison or die or whatever. And he's just, he just is really violent to her. He treats her like shit. Like I get she's a criminal, but he continuously hits her, just like hits her, like, like is like bruising her. He gives her like a black eye. He like, uh, hits her like it's just a whole thing and I thought that was so unnecessary she's the only female character in the actual hateful eight and she was just treated like shit you know what oh I'm saying and I don't like that I just felt it just felt wrong to me because it's like she, you're taking advantage of the fact that she's tied up that she's a woman to just like beat the shit out of her and that yeah. she's a criminal you know you yeah. know again just because they're a criminal doesn't mean they deserve to get treated like, like shit yeah you know what I'm saying that's that's my final note about Quentin Tarantino. Uh, would you like to? Yeah, I would just like to next? say that like the movie that of Quentin Tarantino that I did like because there was no violence towards women mm-hmm. was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ah, uh, yes, it was really good. Yes, I think so too. I think it was so really too. good. Also, Margot Robbie in that role. Jesus, oh, so beautiful. Jesus oh my gosh, Christ. She's so, I'm a, she can it. she can get it yeah no for sure and she did such an amazing job yeah she's just an amazing actress she really is and also i think leonardo dicaprio's like went off yeah brad pitt gave me weird vibes <laughs> definitely weird vibes no yeah i think leo did a really good job i think it was really fun His yeah performance was fun which is like a fresh breath of air because he's done a lot of serious roles in the past yeah. like 10 years you know like the revenant and stuff like that and i think it's like it's good to see him do something fun again. I love Leo. He's although he dates teenagers, but that's a little gross. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, who's next on the chopping board? Well, you don't want to go. You want to go about Jennifer's body? Okay. Period. Yeah! <laughs> it's gonna take a while. Folks. Oh my god! The gorilla grip uh, hold that Jennifer's body has on Yolotsen is is staggering. It's. It's, oh my god, it amazes me. <laughs> it's so good. And if you're a man, what are you doing? That shit's for females. No, yeah. So, like, the point that you're trying to make with talking about Jennifer's body is that it was bashed by film bros, yes. basically. Yes, yes, yeah. okay, because um, when you take movies like Twilight and Mean Girls, those were obviously marketed to young Yes. Teenage girls. Mm-hmm. That's why they were bat- box office hits. Yeah. Jennifer's body did not have the same treatment. I don't want to say because of Megan Fox, but Megan Fox being in this movie definitely, definitely made it suffer a little bit. But I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It was just on the film company's part mm-hmm. because um, I'm going to be quoting... Because, like, okay, I, oh, my God, I'm so excited to talk about this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Jennifer's Body that came out in 2009, which follows Jennifer Check and her best friend, Needy. And, you know, you know, they're just living life. And they go to this bar, and it fucking burns down. And the next thing you know, Jennifer's a fucking demon. Yeah. Just, like, listen to the plot. Jennifer is a demon that eats boys. Like, what kind of straight man would want to no, watch yeah, that? No, yeah, you're right. That sounds like some supernatural shit, like Twilight. That, exactly. Like, teenage girls would like, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. And even Megan Fox has said that, like, she knows that all of her, like, audience is women. Mm-hmm. So, like, she did not understand why that movie was marketed to young mm-hmm. boys. And, like, even, like, listen to this disgusting quote from this, like, movie reviewer. And he basically said... What's all wrong here is that this girl bonding and bringing horror spree isn't funny enough or sufficiently scary when it's supposed to be. Though Megan's teen fanboys should have their satisfied fill, especially those who crave babes with bites. Ew. That is so gross. Ew. <laughs> like, they missed the entire fucking point of the movie. Yeah, that was not... It's not for you. It's literally not for you. Like, even Diablo Cody, I was watching an interview where she was stating that it was, like, such a personal project for her mm-hmm. because she just came from, like, Juno, which won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So, like, she felt a bit pressure. And, mm-hmm. like... Of course. Jennifer Body to her, is a metaphor of her being Diablo Co- Cody and her, like, regular self. Mm-hmm. To her, obviously. Yeah. To 
but the way she wrote it, it was to like, to because she said that what's overlooked about female friendship is the complexity of female friendships. Yeah, which is so true, and it is. You could definitely see throughout the movie that there was a very big power imbalance mm-hmm. between Jennifer and Needy, which translated to the other relationships in their lives. And I think that was so genius. And yeah. I'm not saying that just because Megan Fox is in it. Oh God, yeah. But it was her performance in that was stunning. Mm-hmm. You can tell this movie was written and directed by women because her performance was just amazing. The range she gives out through the through the entire movie. Did you even watch it? I did not. Why did you I watch feel it? Ba- because I've been really busy. Okay. But I will. That's why I'm letting you talk all about it. Cause like, okay. Yeah. I want you to talk about it. This is your passion. Okay. And, like, I feel like the the hate Megan Fox got for this movie is because of most... Oh, that's another director I have on... I have a fucking bone to pick. Ooh. Michael Bay. If oh, I ever ew. see you on the fucking street, oh, it's on fucking sight. It's just the way that Megan Fox is uh, sexualized in every single movie that she's Literally. ever been in in her entire career. It's, like, so gross. Mm-hmm. It's and, and she's talked about it before. She's self-aware, you know. And it just makes me so sad. It really she's does. she's so talented. She really is. But literally, they put her in movies to be the hot girl. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? I feel like in Jennifer's body, she was, but it wasn't, like, her main point. Yeah. Like, that wasn't... She was three-dimensional. She really was. Yeah. yeah. Because she... There's themes of her being insecure, of her projecting onto Needy, mm-hmm. and, like, just the female dynamic, female friendship dynamic they have yeah. is just, like, things I don't really see in media. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like female friendships in media are so bland. Yeah. Like, there's so much, like, um, there's so many layers in a in a female friendship, yeah. you know, that people just don't dissect enough, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, there are a lot of movies who I think are doing a good job, like Booksmart, I think did a really good that job was a at really that. Good movie. Like, their friendship is everything to them, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they, I think it was portrayed really beautifully. And, you know, it is it is a love story, you know what I'm saying? Because love is not just people falling in love. Like, love story can be love between friends, and I think that really captured it. But it wasn't given the chance to have layers, you know. Yeah, what I'm and Diablo Cody yeah. said that like she was written these two characters the same way she has had female friendship that they were almost romantic. Yeah, and I definitely feel like it was shown throughout this. And what I feel like is overshadowed, and I wish they did not include this in the movie, was the kiss they had. Yeah, and I feel like that fucked it up mm-hmm. because that's the only thing they focused on. Yeah, no, and it was really like good. that's not the point, and I get, and it's so gross that they had to like promote it like that because yeah. th- that was not even the point of it. Like Jennifer was extremely jealous mm-hmm. of her relationship, or no, Needy's relationship with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. which was like at first watching it, I was a little bit confused because I was like, because the main thing, the main question I have is who's in love with who. Because there's definitely feelings on both sides. Mm-hmm. You can't say that there isn't. Because the way Needy looks at Jennifer is a little, it's a little yeah. fruity, little, <laughs> little fruity, like girly. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. But I mean, I think that's pretty real. It's not. I think that's. Pre- you know, I've never seen it, obviously, but I will. Uh, I think it's pretty real. How like when you have a best friend, a bestie, if and you will. they get a boyfriend, it is. It is a sort of jealousy. It's yeah. not like a romantic jealousy necessarily, yeah. but it is a jealousy that is like, um, well, it's like attention. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna give me the same love and attention as you used to before? Because now you have a boyfriend. I know I've experienced that with you, and you don't even have an, a significant other. But I've definitely like when you tell me you're like talking to people or whatever. I'm not trying to sound toxic, but uh, I just am always like, wait, <laughs> wait. What about me? <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. like and I think that that was a layer that the the film went into a little bit. Like and I also did not like how they marketed it as a horror movie. It's definitely more of a dark comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not it, scary. It's you really know, like, not. It's not. It's not scary. And also like the writing in this movie was just so beautiful. Like 
Megan Fox's ability to like hit one-liners yeah. was just so like, oh my god. I was so excited when she said like, nice insult, Hannah Montana. Oh yeah. yeah. That was so iconic. Yeah, and yet uh, this movie did so terrible. It did. Yet, uh, like, in spite of all this, like, wonderful stuff that you liked about it, that a lot of people like about it. I know my sister really likes this movie. <laughs> and, you know, like, and I, I know a lot of people do. And in spite of all of that, it did so bad. It did like, really yeah. bad. And I blame the film studio mm-hmm. because they marketed to boys. Yeah. Which is, like, did right. they, like, even from a money standpoint, did they not see the effect Twilight had on the business. Exactly. Like, yeah. they could have made millions of dollars Literally. on this fucking movie. They, they really could have. Like, anything that is marketed to teenage girls is a gold mine. It if really they is. like it. The Hunger Games, Twilight, fucking the Percy Jackson series. You know what I'm saying? And there was just so much potential there that was lost, as, as you're trying like, to I say. Like, do, I do not understand. Like... Teenage girls have time and time again that they're fucking <laughs> yes, cash cows. Exactly, literally. Like, like, cause they obsess over things. Uh, and this is not even a bash because we obsess over oh, things. Period. I'm it's obsessed like, with the But movie. literally, like, One Direction was so successful because a bunch of teenage, teenage girls like them. You know what I'm saying? And it's not even the music is bad because you immediately think like the it's music that little girls like, so it's bad. But it's it's good music. You know what I'm saying? And this is a good movie. Twilight is a good, good movie. movie. You know, like but it's just again men like bash women's likes. No, they I don't just understand. <laughs> society just does not like teenage girls. Yeah, That's don't. literally what it is. Yeah. Because they're, you know, coming into their own. They're starting to get opinionated. Period. You know, and that's the stuff that men don't like. W- women who has opinions, basically. And look, this is what, like, Megan Fox said about the kiss, which I feel like it could have... That kiss, yes, it made things more complicated for the friendship, but I feel like it did nothing towards the movie. Yeah. It was a nothing scene, you know? Yeah. I get, it, I get Like, no, I get it. I get it. And to quote, she said, yeah, we both dreaded filming that because we knew that was going to happen. Well, she's talking about Mm -hmm. that they were only going to focus on that. We were both like, we have chin acne. We don't want to do it super close up. But it was also just the concern of like, nobody's going to understand this. Nobody's going to understand the intention. It's going to be turned into this sensational moment, which it was. Yes, it totally was. It really was. And like, even Diablo Cody states... I wrote it for girls, and I think the fact that we were all-female creative team gave us permission to make observations about some of the more toxic aspects of female friendship. Yeah. And, like, I know we talked about this before that you said it was not a queer movie. Yeah. It is and it isn't. Mm -hmm. Because Jennifer was never supposed to be a well-liked character. Mm -hmm. She was very toxic. She was very rude to Needy. She put her needs over hers. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like... That's a side we don't see about, again, female friendship. Yeah, because um, it can easily be yeah. turned into a toxic thing. It can very easily. Like, if there is jealousy, if there's hate, you know, there's just so many things that can happen because there's so many layers and because the love is so intense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know that any fights that I've had with, like, you or with, like, any of my other girlfriends, it's based in that we both have so much passion towards each other. Yeah that hey, we don't want to lose this friendship. Yeah. We don't want anything to happen to it. That's why we get mad. That's why we get jealous. You know, and it's it's a lot of layers to it. And I feel like people are not writing stories about that. Yeah. As they should, you know. Um, speaking of that, I feel like they are starting to do that. Mm-hmm. And, like, they don't do that in kids' media, which I feel like they should. They should. They totally should. You're right. Um, there's this show on Disney+, Plus. well, it's on Disney Channel, called Amphibia that mm-hmm. I was just, like, watching it because I did not have anything else to watch. <laughs> um, so then I was watching it, and they explored it in the same way Jennifer's body did. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Why aren't we doing this more? Yeah. Why it, is it not more popular? Exactly. It's yeah. a really good show. It's about frogs. Another reason why Sick. I watched it. Sick. It's you very. Love frogs. I love frogs. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. We all owe an apology to Megan Fox. Yes, we all do. Everybody as because, a collective society. Because like even I know as a woman, I've been like, ugh, like I don't like her because you know, and it's not. It's internalized misogyny. It really of is. like. Uh, 
women being pitted against each other, basically. When in reality, she's had a really sad experience. She's had a really sad, like, career because um, she, all she has been done is being sexualized since she was, like, 15, 16, which is gross. Very, Very nasty. Um, yeah. um, but, like, even Megan Fox says this is, like, one of, one of her favorite projects she's mm -hmm. done, and she said, it was the perfect project for me, which is good that she likes it. Mm -hmm. And... Like, I feel like that made it worse mm -hmm. because when filming, you know, there was a scene where she's coming out of the lake, she's, like, yeah. naked, yeah. and somehow the paparazzi got a hold of it, and she was telling the studio, hey, could you, like, buy back the pictures? Mm -hmm. So, and they did not. They oh, gross. It was very gross. And, like, Megan Fox, because I saw the e, the e! Entertainment thing she did with Diablo mm -hmm. Cody, which is, you should all watch. She goes into much more detail than I could ever go into. But, like, she, like, ha was having a rough time during that filming because, mm -hmm. again, it was the height. Because I think Transformers came out before mm -hmm. Jennifer's body. Mm -hmm. So she was still, like, being sexualized, I guess. Yeah. And it was, like... By Michael fucking Bay. Fuck Michael Bay. I hope it reaches Michael Bay. Any of the directors we talk about, any of the male directors, if I see them in the street... It's on fucking it's site. It's on site. Every Fuck single you, male director I'm talking about today and that Riolo's talking about today, it's on site. Fuck you, okay. Michael Bay. But yeah, the point is, like, Michael Bay made it fucking worse because yeah, she made did. her, Michael Bay made out Megan Fox to be, like, this person who was just so un, unable to work. She was difficult. Yeah. But the thing is, Megan Fox is just sarcastic. Yeah. Like, if you listen to all her, like, um, interviews where they're asking her like really inappropriate questions yeah. like who are you seeing and shit like yeah. that she's just very sarcastic yeah and it's like a way of like coping with how she's been treated by the media you know because all they ever want to know is like who are you sleeping with this and this like and it's gross it's really gross, it's gross. like I don't like how reporters talk to oh, like God. women that's a whole other thing that's a whole other layer that we will get to at Ugh. some point yeah but the point is, Megan Fox deserves better. Deserves better, and I would like to apologize on behalf of literally the whole society. Everyone, you deserve everything, and I'm glad that she's found peace. Like you know, she's a mom, mm -hmm. and from what I've seen, she's a very good mom. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. So on the topic of like, because you talked about how that cast and like crew production was like all women and stuff like that. I would like to talk about something. I would like to talk about the female perspective next. Period. Because, okay, I saw a, it was either a tweet or a TikTok, I can't even remember, but it, be, it blew up everywhere. How this girl was talking about, she watched American Psycho, mm -hmm. you know? And she was like, oh, I would let Patrick Bateman kill me. Like, he's so hot. And this was very clearly, obviously a joke. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I know that because I'd be saying that too. When I watched American Psycho, I was like, mmm, Christian Bale, delicious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the film bros literally. Oh, it blew up on Twitter. Bashed the shit out of her. Basically saying, you missed the whole point of the film. You're not supposed to like him, blah, blah, blah. Which is like, I know you're not supposed to like him because he's a murderer, but she was joking. You know what I'm saying? And also, it just makes me feel like anything, any opinion a woman, a woman has on a film that's like a film bro film, it's to wrong. them, it's wrong. It's no. That's it's, not what it was about. You got it wrong. You don't understand it. You're not smart enough to get it. Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the attitude, and it's gross. And I would like to point out that it was directed by a woman. It was directed by a woman. Which is and so listen, funny. listen. If that movie had not been directed by a woman, it would not have worked. And the reason is the female perspective. Period. That's why I think Period. Jennifer's body is also good because again, it was an all female yes. cast, so they knew what it was to be sexualized. Of course. If you are a man, or if you are a white person, for example, since we're, uh, you don't know the struggle of people of color, of black people. Women. If you are a man, you don't know the struggle of a woman. So who better to portray misogyny than a woman? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, that movie had to be directed by a woman because 
women are the ones who know what real misogyny looks like. You know what I'm saying? So the reason it's so good, the reason why it was done so well and the character of Patrick was so well developed was because a woman knows the layers of a misogynistic man. Uh, She knows like what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like it was of a woman's perspective, which is also the same thing. It's like a white person can't make a film about the layers of a black struggle, you know, of a black person's struggle, because you don't know it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, uh, I think uh, film bros don't understand it. Like, yeah, the film might have been for you. It might have been, it was a masterpiece. Of course it was. It's yeah. good. It's an infamous, iconic film. But the reason it was so good, acknowledge that the reason that it was so good was because a woman directed it because it could not have worked without the female perspective. That's all I have to say about American Psycho. I really like that film. Yes, Christian Bale is hot as fuck. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say he's not. He's I didn't really man. like it. He's maybe it's because man. I didn't get it. Uh huh. Because I some I okay. I may be a film major, but I cannot sit through a two-hour movie. I physically cannot. I have to be on my phone. I have to be doing something no, else. No, yeah, that's fine. Like, it's totally fine. Like, again, a film major would be like, oh, you're not a real film Like, fan. shut up. Like, like, shut up. Like, if I sit here and tell you that I've never seen Pulp Fiction, a film bro is going to be like, you don't know. You don't I'm know also, anything. I've like, never seen Pulp Fiction. No, yeah. And I don't well, think I will. No, like, I have seen it, right? But, yeah, I did not. I don't understand. I'm sorry. Like, again, if a film bro hears this, he's going to be like, what are you talking about film for then? Also, also, I just want to put out there, ladies, if you're ever taking a film class and you're, you know, dealing with film bros, I, I feel like you as a lady have permission to gaslight them. It's your obligation. It's literally your (laughs) obligation to just be like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. So it's like, He's like, oh, my favorite director is Quentin Tarantino. It's your obligation to say, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? And start naming female directors. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um... I uh, only know Catherine Hardwick. Catherine Hardwick? Um, Julie Tamer? Um, Olivia Wilde? Um, Greta... Greta Gerwig? No, <laughs> 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 so, yeah, you have to gaslight them. Gaslight he's them? he's like, do you know who Christopher Nolan is? Um, Catherine Hardwick? Um... <laughs> I only know Megamind. See, like, if that was a, if I was a film major, I would do that. I'm not. I'm just passionate about films, but I'm not a film major. I'm not, I'm not trying to go into that business just because, you know, I prefer other things. Yeah. Also, like, but like, <laughs> women in the industry get treated so bad. Yeah, and again, like shit. It, it, again, it goes back to Jennifer's body. Like, Diablo Cody, despite being a huge writer and the female director of this movie, having such strong voices they were fucking ignored yeah because they were actively like hey don't promote that movie oh god don't do that because it's literally not about that marketed to women instead and they were just ignored they were like and diablo cody even said this in like the interview again she was like i emailed the head of marketing and he messaged me back saying like we need more hot megan fox Ew. and i'm just like that's how you know you don't know how to do your job. No, yeah. Because they missed a fucking goldmine. Again, teenage girls are some of the most powerful people Literally, on this planet. Literally, dude. Like, K-pop stands? Oh, my God. Jesus. I'm, I'm not going to bash them, but... They're going to come for us. It's like teenage girls and the power that they have through social media, through, through just, like, buying merch, buying their movies, going to the concerts. You know what I mean? They have so much power. And people don't... People joke of because of joke at them like i i I, again uh, ladies realize that you as a lady have one of the biggest powers in the fucking world (laughs) you could do whatever you fucking want literally okay now that you've spoken about how shitty that females get treated in the industry i'm gonna start my huge rant on Darren Aronofsky, if that's okay with you. Fuck him. And then you can talk about, who are you going to talk about? Stanley Kubrick? Oh, yeah. She also fuck. treated... Fucking women yeah. horribly. Okay, yeah. It was, like, borderline... Oh, God. It, like, if they were married, it would be fucking abuse. Abuse, of course. Okay, so Darren Aronofsky, if you guys don't know who that is, um, he's this 
um, director who I'm not gonna lie. This is the worst part is that he does make good movies. Oh, Black Swan is a fucking Dude, masterpiece. Black Swan was amazing. Mother, really good. Requiem for a Dream. Even Noah. I watched Noah with my mom because she's really religious and she kind of liked it. You know what I'm saying? Like she she said, oh, that's not biblical, but you know she watched it. You yeah. Know what I'm saying. And that's the worst part about all these directors is that they do have good movies, but they <sighs> suck ass. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, they, they get away with it. People suck ass and they get away with it. So I would like to speak about first Darren Aronofsky and Aronofsky. I've been saying his name wrong the whole time. It's okay. He doesn't deserve <laughs> he it. He doesn't deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> and so, and his relationship with Jennifer Lawrence. And listen, I'm not, I don't like Jennifer Lawrence, Why? but. I haven't been. I haven't even been okay. keeping up with her. But, but like, um, obviously, I'm gonna defend her because he did her really dirty. So I've been meaning to watch Mother because it looks really good. But I oh, it is. I can't find it on certain websites. Oh, okay, I'm For not sure. gonna. Oh, criminal. that's okay. I thought. I mean, I watched it on Hulu. I don't know if it's. Is still it on there. Hulu? If it is, check it out. Because the first time I watched it, it was on Hulu, and then I had to watch it again with my sister so I could explain it to her because she wasn't <laughs> getting it. <laughs> I'm not saying she's dumb, but, like, she, it's it's a religious allegory, you know? I thought she would get it because, like, religion has been pushed down our throats our entire lives. Anyway. That's another episode. That's another episode. So Jennifer Lawrence was in Mother, and while she was filming Mother, her and Darren started dating, which is, like, fine. You Girl, know, what the fuck? What was this? <laughs> you didn't know this? I did not know this. Yeah, yeah. They started dating, and basically... The reason they broke up was because even after the movie was done, they did it for like a year. The movie oh, okay. was done shooting. It was it was done. All the press was over, and he still kept talking about it. He still kept talking about this and how, and how his pitch and just um just that's how you knew you peaked. A bunch of things. Just he and basically she got annoyed by it. She said that all he ever wanted to talk about was the movie Mother and himself. And that she just got tired of it, that she just got bored of it. Because if we're being honest, Mother is a really intense film. It just, it talks about so many things. It's intense. It's difficult to watch, but in a good way, I, I guess. Okay. It's difficult to watch in the sense that like, oh, these are things we should be talking about mm -hmm. that are difficult to talk about, right? Okay, period. So Jen began actually having a lot of mental problems while filming because of such of the dark content, you know? I feel like that's also a big issue with male yeah. directors of, like, having to push their women characters oh God. so yes. fucking far. Yes. Like, Ryan Murphy pushing oh Sarah God. Paulson during Asylum. No, yeah. That was awful. That, that was, was like, why do you feel the need to do like that? Like, where it, it, like makes it causes them to break at some point you know and this was jen was talking about this how that movie was so dark that on the in on the off days she had to just like basically disassociate by like watching tv and like being on her phone and stuff like that just uh -huh. so she wouldn't think about it you know yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. that sucks that's, that's terrible sad. you know what i'm saying and because of the content of the film was just like so incredibly dark and how she was pushed so hard she actually got hurt on set she, I think, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what her injury was, but, you know, this is a pattern in women actresses and actresses in Darren Aronofsky's film. So she had a lot of trouble filming and he did very little to help her and to like ease her. And I just think that he is a director who does not prioritize the health and well-being of his actresses, not oh, actors, yeah. actresses. Because Women. the same thing happened in Black, Black Swan. Swan. Yeah. Mila Kunis was severely underweight. Yes. Natalie yes. Portman got her at some she point. She got her rib dislocated Jesus at some Christ. point. Which, like, okay, you're doing ballet. Uh, and, like, ballet in and of itself is such a demanding. Oh, God. Dude. Demanding, like, sport. It's, so, it's such a bad sport. Like, so many uh, people, not just women, in ballet have eating disorders. Yeah. Battle with their weight because ballet is so, uh, demands perfection. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And that was what that film was about, which is what I liked about that film is that it's real. Um, people do struggle a lot with being professional dancers. You get thrown out basically when you get too old. Like a career in ballet is a very, very short. I did like you Winona Ryder. Like, movie. yeah. 
and and basically Natalie Portman in Black Swan, she dislocated a rib and she couldn't be taken to the hospital because the budget for the movie was so low, which I I get a little bit, but also he didn't very much help. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if he made her do like a dangerous stunt, you know what I'm like, saying? Like I feel like you as a director have the moral obligation, yes, the responsibility to, to keep your actors and actresses very well off. Yeah. Because if if we're being honest, they are telling your story. They're doing you a favor exactly. by acting in their film. And you just push and push and push them to a breaking point where it's it's kind of disrespectful to them. They are not props they in really your film. Are. Yeah. They are people, like, they are people in your film. And he just, I just feel like he doesn't give a shit about them. Yeah. Like, he literally... Um, there was a point where uh, Natalie Portman was eating so little that, and I got this quote from an article where she thought she would die. Literally, she said, Nobody I thought I was going to die because all she ate was like oranges and almonds because of like how skinny she had to be and stuff like that. And you like know, that. that's another thing. Like, Joaquin Phoenix in The Joker was praised for, like, being able to be yes. severely underweight. Yes, yes. And everybody was like, oh, my God, he's oh, so... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's like, method acting. Yeah, you know? but, like, when a woman does it, it's, like, it's her job. Yeah. Which yeah, is so it's, disgusting. It's, it's, like, same with, um, who was it? Was it Jake Gyllenhaal? Where he just, like, gained a bunch of weight and lost a bunch of weight because he's, like, a method actor. And everybody was like, wow, he's amazing. Give him the Oscar, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, it is amazing. But, uh... Women do that all the time. Women do that all the time. Like, you're not really that special. Like, Natalie Portman had to learn ballet from nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's so hard, dude. As someone who has taken ballet and... It's It's so hard. It's so hard. Especially, like, because I was, like, fat-shamed and stuff like that. That's a whole nother conversation, right? Yeah. I'm not going to bash the sport because I love to dance, right? But, oh, they're so beautiful. But they're literally it, so beautiful. It's perfection has a price, you know? And it's just that what it and is. And it's definitely explored in that movie. Oh, of course. And that's why I'm saying the saddest part is that his movies are so good. Like, if you when you watch Mother, just... It's good, dude. Like, it's so good. It explores religion so well. It explores, um, like, climate change and stuff like that just very wonderfully. And it sucks because all I could think about was how Jennifer Lawrence was, like, being abused, basically. Same with Black Swan, how Natalie Portman thought she was going to fucking die. Mila Kunis literally. Mila Kunis literally being so skinny and just, like, struggling with that. You know, it's not fair. And these are... These are the the directors that like men idolize and which you love, which like you shouldn't. That's not exemplary behavior, you know. Like I don't know. It's like the problem is that they do make really good movies, and also I hate that. And like Black Swan, I I know that there was like that kiss, but like again. I didn't see the point of that. No, unnecessary male gazy. That's yeah. All that it was it very was. male gazy. I was like, if you wanted a queer character, you should have made her at least. Well, like explore I, the queerness, not just uh, profit from the fact that men thinks it's sexy for women yeah. To and like, I feel like at the beginning where she's staring at that one girl, yeah. and she was like, "Why is she always staring at me?" Yeah. That was like a weak attempt to. Like, oh, very weak. Very very weak. Like you could have made that a little bit more obvious. Yeah. Well, that was my rant about Darren Aronofsky. I don't like him. He sucks ass. He just looks like a a very pretentious little asshole. He, I hate his scarves. That's a personal opinion. <laughs> I hate, hate, hate his scarves. Fight him. Uh, I ass. will, dude. Beat if I ever ass. see him on the street, his ass is done. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. And it's just, this is a pattern of male directors. They just, all just are just narcissists. Like abusing. And yeah, they're all narcissistic and all they care about is their film and their art and their reputation and the fame. And I'm not saying all of them, yeah. right? But like, again, when you say not all men, it's just shut up, you know? Yeah. But like, um, the ones we are talking about today, definitely I can see how they don't 
really give a shit about. They're actors is how they see them as props, how they will do anything for that shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's no, not it. It's really not. And and Stanley Kubrick, I know he also. I didn't do a lot of research about him, but Livy, my sister, did tell me like how in The Shining he just like destroyed Shelley Duvall. Oh yeah. Like she just. I don't know much about it, so if you want to talk okay. about it, please so go ahead. So Shelley Duvall literally had to quit acting because of this movie. Yes. Because Stanley Kubernick basically, while praising Jack Nicholson for his performance, mm -hmm. he basically instructed the crew to not even, like, perceive her. To just basically fucking ignore her. Oh, my God. Cause he dead wanted, ass? Dead ass. Because he wanted to get her in that headspace. What the fuck? Of being isolated. Was it just plain misogyny because yeah. he was praising Jack Nicholson? Yeah, why didn't he do this with Jack too then? If he was if it was for the character or whatever. That's so ass. Like dude. it would have made more sense if he did this to Jack Nicholson yeah. because he's fucking going insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did it so much that this lady had was like losing hair, severely dehydrated. That scene where she's Damn. like fighting him off yeah. and like crying. Yeah, yeah. That was real. Yeah. He made her fucking film that scene. Time and time oh and time God. again until it broke her mentally. Like, I can't believe how frustrated you are. Just, it's like gaslighting her over and over and over again about something that you're supposed to like. Like, acting is something you enjoy, you have a passion for. And it makes me so sad that she had to quit because of I that. I feel like she quit it. I don't know. I don't know if she's done any recent projects, but I feel like. And honestly, all the pictures I've seen of her recently, it's like on TikTok and people are like, ew, she's so gross now, blah, 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 this and that. It's literally, she deserved better. She it's literally, so she's trying better. to deal with the trauma of doing yeah, that. Yeah, dude, yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh my God. She was like losing hair and like that scene was real where she's like dead ass crying. Oh God. Like I can only imagine how done she was with that. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Because I've seen pictures of her like before and after and she now, she just looks like so sad. She just looks so broken of the more recent pictures. And I did not, not know that, that he did that to her. That makes me feel like shit. Um, and he, of course, is a very praised actor. He's or a director. Yeah. He's a, a very iconic director. Everybody knows him. You know, he's done a, a lot of good movies. Again, his movies are good. I guess that... I did like The Shining. No, but now it's I good. feel guilty now watching it, of knowing course. what I know. You can't not feel that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, I used to watch these movies and enjoy them and because they're good. But now, like I said, whenever I watch Black Swan or Mother, all I can think about was how Natalie Portman was suffering and Jen was having a hard time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's all I can think about. I can't even separate it now. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any... I was going to say, to all my actresses out there, just a reminder that you're doing the director a favor because well, yeah. they literally cannot make a movie they without can't. you. They can't. So please know your worth. Know your worth. Don't yes. ever let some shitty man, like, control you and break you because you are amazing. Of course. I, I think that all the women in the business – um should just get an award yeah because they just have to put up they with just have to put up with so much crap whether you're an actress or you're behind the camera in production, any way yeah. production they're just so underestimated underappreciated i'm so glad that there's so many women directors that we can look up to a little bit more yeah more than before you know definitely like um, because they just write really amazing stories. They direct beautiful films. And I'm glad they're getting the appreciation they deserve. Um, you know, like in the Oscars, I just watched the Oscar in February they were. Like, there was a lot of women. Very and nice. I think very it nice. was very nice. Promising Young Woman won a lot of awards. I'm very I happy about that. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either, but... We were going to go see it, weren't we? We were. I don't know what happened. What the fuck happened? What happened? You want to go see it? Yeah. Okay. Is it even in theaters? Because I want to watch... Know. I Okay, the thing is, it's not that I don't like watching movies with you. It's oh, that you God. talk through them. Listen. <laughs> That's so Listen. annoying. Listen. That's like the only I thing I don't like. I like to make jokes. 
during yeah, the film. But it's not the vibe. Because I'm hilarious. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, like I'll definitely work on that. Look, how about I strike a deal with you? I joked I joked about <laughs> saying that I was gonna print out worksheets for you. Oh my work. god. Yeah, like once the very first time we watched the movie together, it was Yola um, was like, I'm gonna print out fucking worksheets for you so you can fill them out and actually watch the movie and pay attention to it instead of talking through it. And I was like, uh, okay, you do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and but like let me strike a deal with you, Yolatsin. If it is a film that we have both watched and okay. we both know. That's like my rule of thumb. If we've both seen this movie, <laughs> it is okay to talk through okay, it. Okay, then I will talk through it. But for example, if we go watch Promising Young Woman, I will shut my ass up, okay? Because I Okay, and the it. one with Anna, Anaya Taylor-Joy. I really want to go see that one. Uh, One Night in Soho. That looks yeah, so yeah, yeah. good. No, yeah, we can go. We, we will watch it. It just gives me Queen's Gambit vibes. Okay. Literally, yeah. her costuming, they do her so good. They did her so good. They really That's a whole nother episode, though. Yeah. Oh, also on shitty directors, I want to do an honorable mention. Roman Polanski. <laughs> Very disgusting. He's like a pedophile. Oh, yeah. Oh, can I do another honorable mention? Go Woody Harrelson. Woody Allen? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know why I said Harrison. Woody Allen. Fuck him, dude. Like, he's Also, nasty. fuck Selena Gomez for, like, supporting oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but if we're going to say fuck Selena Gomez, we're also going to say fuck Timothy Chalamet because he fuck was him. also in that movie. Fuck him. Okay? I don't even like him. He just gives off pretentious vibes. Girl, people are going to stop listening if we say we don't like Timothy Chalamet. I mean, it's not that I don't like him. I just don't, like, care gonna, for him. They're logging off right now. No, I understand. I don't care for him either very much. He's not even that attractive. Mm. Oh! He's wait, not even that attractive. Wait. wait. <laughs> He looks, he looks like a malnourished Victorian. <laughs> I mean, that's what girls are into, like skinny boys who look like they haven't slept in days. Marnie, where are you going? Like, girly, <laughs> you could do so much yeah. better. So, yeah. Um, oh, and so, fuck who else? Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah. We all know this. Fuck, fuck him. him. Also, um, I would like to name some movies and directors that if a boy tells you that that's his favorite movie or that's his favorite director you can gaslight like him. run a uh, run gaslight him and then run be a girl boss yeah so uh quentin tarantino uh darren aronofsky christopher nolan um maybe even steven spielberg if he uh no. it depends on the it depends on the film yeah I think. if it's Sh- uh snyder fuck what? what's that one huh? where he does about the nazis Schindler's List. Yeah. Okay. If he likes that, that's a huge fucking red flag. No, yeah. Like, if he says he liked Pulp Fiction, red flag. George Lucas. Yeah, I mean, all he did was Star Wars, right? So, Girl, I don't has know. Has he done anything outside of Star Wars? I don't know. I don't know. I Does don't it know. look like I look? I, I don't like know. Star Wars? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't like Star Wars. They're so I don't boring. Know. Uh, We're going to get canceled because you know, I, I said Star Wars. You know so what? I, I tolerated those movies. I watched all of them. Um, I only watched the one that Billy Lord was in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. So, yeah, that was, I guess, our episode about film bros. I hope you enjoyed Don't it. Don't date them. Don't That's my... date them. All they want is for you to be their manic pixie dream girl, to be a one-dimensional character in their life, and to just say yes and to have sex with them and to oh, let we, them mansplain movies to you. That's all they want. Literally run. So don't date them. Don't date them. Please don't give don't them the attention they just yeah. so desperately like, crave. And if, because, yeah, I'm not a film major, but if I ever take a film class in these next years, I will make sure to gaslight them. Gaslight them. Watson. I will do it for oh, you. Oh, gaslight them with the Barbie movies. Oh, yes. Those are literally art. like, what's your favorite film? And I'm going to be like, Barbie and the 12 Dancing Princess. Period. <laughs> That was a good movie, though. That, that was like the one with the movie. where she's like, I'm just like you. Ah! That's <laughs> Princess and the Popper. Period. I, I, dude, shout out to my cousin Mildred because she showed me that movie. And that's all we would do when we were little is watch that film. And we Very would be, I'm just like you. You're just like me. Yeah. You think a man could have done that? You think a man could have done that? Dude, no, 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 no. no. Also, I want to give a shout out to my son, Jason. Oh, my God. Jason, if you're listening to this. Why? 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 This is not for you, sir. This is and this is a PG thirteen. And also, don't become a film bro. Oh God. He needs yeah. visual confirmation from okay. you. Okay, Jason, bestie. 
don't become a film bro, please. I beg of you. We love you, uh, and we would never let that happen to you. I will beat your ass. <laughs> On sight. <laughs> On sight, sir. We, yeah. No, I'm just kidding, but I love you. Yeah. So, yeah, now that we've done our shout-outs. Um, thank you for Thank you for listening. listening. Uh, we heard, we saw, how many listeners do we have? Like 19? Maybe. Around. Something like that. Somewhere. I saw someone in Belgium downloaded our last episode <laughs> and I was so excited. I was like, we are Mr. Worldwide. Pitbull, we're coming Pitbull. for you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those are my shout outs. Oh, Thank I saw last episode we forgot to like insert our socials. If you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If so, you want to follow us. Uh, my Twitter is S-A-R-A-Y D-I-A-X. Because wow. I'm quirky. She's quirky, y'all. So yeah, just search that and my tweets are kind of funny, don't you think? Yeah, I'd say yeah. they're funny. And then YOLO's uh, my in- Oh, we're doing Twitter. Well, you can do whatever you want. My just, Instagram is my name, mm-hmm. which is Y-O-L-O-T-Z-I-N underscore Martinez with two Zs. Can't you just put this in the description of the episode? So yes. That they don't have to like... Okay. I will do that, okay, but yeah. also, if you want to like... If there's like a topic you want us to talk about... You can DM us. I don't DM know. us. Like, we're, we're not going to, like... something you want to hear about. You know? Yeah. We're not just going to talk cents. about whatever we want. Well, maybe. Well, yeah. Well, of course we will. It's what we do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if there's a specific topic you guys want us to talk about, don't be shy. Give us... Don't be shy. Put some more. Get, like, don't, you know, give us a DM. Well, consider yeah. it. I'm only going to link my Twitter because... I don't know about giving you guys my TikTok. I have quite a lot of things on there. Isn't it private? It is private, but they're going to request. And then what okay. I say, do say okay. no. Like, so know. just Twitter for now. Okay. Instagram, I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so bye, I guess. Bye. Thank you for listening. Y'all, they're sexy for listening to TKM this. besitos. That means te quiero mucho. Nice. Y'all, are, I just want you guys to know that you guys are sexy for listening to our podcast. Yeah. And if oh. you don't listen, you're homophobic. <laughs> you're sexy if you listen to our podcast and you're vaccinated. I cannot stress this enough. Go please, get vaccinated. Please get vaccinated. Please. Okay. Please. Now for reals. We're done. Okay, bye. Bye.